0: get it to load. Wes? Wes? Wes, are you out there? Wes? Wes? Oh, see, this was supposed to be a joke. You were supposed to respond and be like, I'm so far away. But now you're not responding. Oh, no. Oh, no, we lost... (laughs) You're... Everything went great until we went live. Well, that well now this just seems silly. It's just me talking to myself. All right, last. hold on, hold on. Oh, oh, oh! Hey. I finally heard your voice.
1: Am I back yet? Am I back?
0: Yeah, you're. Okay, so back my up hotel Wi-Fi is garbage.
1: <laughs> just. I heard you. I heard you the whole time. Uh, you just couldn't hear me. Uh, I was just trying to pop the chat out, and it broke everything. So. <laughs> What's up, chat? The simplest I don't, uh, things. We'll be able to see anybody. All
0: but, right. Well, uh, well, this gag didn't go well. This yeah. gag went horribly wrong. I say we just start the show. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this, man.
1: Yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs>
0: This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday. I don't know, dude. I guess West Day is now Thursday and Friday. Two wise. This is... Nope. We're off schedule and now I don't know how to start the show. Uh, Every single time we do it live. We do it for you. We do it on YouTube. 6 p.m. Eastern. Usually it's not 6 p.m. tonight. uh, But, you know, that's for your viewing pleasure. If you want to view us live for your oral pleasure, we do this thing. on Podcast services of your choice Yes, Spotify. That's a thing. My name is Brian Pop from this channel right here, PSVR without Pearl, in my nice cozy apartment with good Wi Fi. And to my right, over here, <laughs> on the other side of the country, is West Dylan from Virtual Strangers, live to us from his Vegas hotel room. You did it! <laughs> I'm so excited that you're here.
1: <sighs> Dude, I flew in by the seat of my pants. Literally, like an hour waiting outside for for Lyft to get here, running through Vegas traffic and road work operating on new equipment getting it all together and just in the nick of time it all comes together and we're here with the game cats i could not be happier oh, this is amazing who,
0: what's what so you're in your hotel room right now and 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 you're kind of telling me uh, throughout the course of the last day or so that um all of vr youtube or a good chunk of vr youtube is there who, Bob, who who's in your room are there people in your room right now are there people watching you do this
1: No, no. There are not people in the room. There are people three doors up uh, in Eric's room because they know I'm down here doing this, so they're all being polite.
0: Oh, that's nice of them. So who who do you got over there? Who who, who all did you see?
1: Oh, see, well, I don't know who's here at the moment and who's not, but there's about to be a bunch of people here. Who did I see? Who have I seen? Well, obviously, Eric and, and Todd from Q2C are here. They're the reason... I'm here, so shout out to those guys. They're being super awesome. They're the one who set me up in this super swanky room. It was pretty cool. Nice. Uh, Shout out to those guys. Uh, Of course, um, Skiva and Alex from Between Reality slash UpVR, they're here. uh, Skiva in a content creator capacity. Alex working for his new job. He works for uh, Contact CL, which is uh, Haptics Gloves. We're going to go play with those tomorrow. Uh, who else? Uh, Rendered Reality, Coffee and VR. They are both here. Just saw them today. Sadly, it's Bradley. Got to hang out with Brad a couple of times. That's super cool. Uh, who else? Tribe Grey Wolf is here. J Brat VR is here. VR Central is here. Now, now I'm in the position where I'm going to forget people. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and they're going to be <laughs> like,
0: there are people watching right now being like, are you fucking kidding me? I just hung out with you 30 minutes ago. Yeah. What an asshole you <laughs> exactly. are. Exactly like so we see how it is the exactly. second you go without parole you forgot about your real friends that's 10 people at least that is half of vr youtube in case you weren't <laughs> sure there are 20 vr youtubers <laughs> nice we had,
1: we had at least 25 in the bar last night so uh Sweet. it was a crazy scene
0: uh, sean turner with the five dollar tip says west tell us what you played i think we know what you played what did you play yeah
1: i played horizon uh horizon call of the mountain It's the only demo that they have set up right now uh uh, only VR demo. They had all kinds of PS5 demos up. Uh, there was Stray. There was uh, Last of Us, uh, the, the the remake. Uh, I think even maybe some Returnal. There was a bunch of stuff going on, but I didn't pay any attention to any of that stuff because <laughs> yeah. all I w- was focused on was the VR, you know?
0: I mean, how could you, really?
1: Darth Vader, the Game Cap with the $10 tip, says, Congrats, Wes. So
0: happy you got to play before launch. I've heard so many good things from so many people and cannot wait to hear your impressions. We're so close. Thank you very much, Darth Vader. We can't wait to hear either. Jib Blood Blake West with the two dollar tip says, "Is West glowing? He has a youthful aura. Did you get? Did you get like a cucumber peel or something? Like, did they really take care of you out there in Vegas? Get some get manicure."
1: I'm probably glowing because I need a shower really, really bad. Um,
0: so glistening is the answer. No, man, not I got. <laughs> yeah, I, I,
1: I, I don't know. I don't have a hat on. I shaved a couple of days ago. I, don't, I don't know, man got my new merch on maybe that's it
0: nice nice <laughs> looking good looking sharp over there man i feel like i'm the only one not rocking any any merch on this show aj was trying to pimp his uh, underground stuff the other day uh the Fenner psvr two dog tip says so hyper wes so ready for the juicy details and he comes all over the place and ton and no not anton we had a conversation on twitter about this Antone jones i can never screw this up again or i'm fucking crucified with the five dollar tips it says sup cats? on a scale from one to ten one being quest two wow 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 well that's an interesting skill and 10 being the reverb g2 how sharp is the image on psvr2 how do horizons graphics compare to half-life alex wow this is this is crazy i i we weren't going to jump right into it but man i feel like we're going to torture everybody if we don't jump right into it uh so let's start with Antone tone jones I, please for the love of god tell me you got that right with his skill, uh how he's asking about the the, the resolution on psvr2 how crisp and clear was it
1: this is kind of a loaded question right because um Look great. Well, let me just start off by saying that it looked great. The colors are amazing. This uh, the the display is super bright. The resolution is just like we thought it would be. It's awesome. Um, said uh, it wasn't like super contrasty. You could tell you were in a PSVR game. It felt like a PSVR game. There was a little softness in the distance, a little distortion sometimes in like like the waterfall things like that. Um, but it was great. It was, it really was great. And uh, you know, is it as good as Half-Life? Alex uh, Skiba seems to think so. It reminds me a lot more of uh, a game like Stormland, uh, but it's absolutely beautiful. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm glowing uh, about the graphics. It's certainly one of the high points. Now, when I say a little distortion here, there's a little softness there. I think mostly that's on the software side. I don't think it's any kind of. Uh, uh, Spark on on what the headset can do. I, I think that it was all um, in in the software. So
0: yeah, I mean, I, I'm so, I'm so glad you're here, Wes, because I, I feel that. maybe unlike me, (laughs) you'd be, you're able to kind of handle balancing the negatives with the positives a little bit better. I feel like if this was me on, in your place, I would be like, it was fucking amazing. And like, I just wouldn't like (laughs) it. Any negative would have just gotten right past me. Like I wouldn't have even seen it. I was like, it's finally here. And I, and I'm glad you're a little bit more level headed than I am. And that's, that's, that's actually an understatement. I think you're way more level headed than I am. So I'm really glad that you got to go hands on and you're the one that that's kind of the. kind of explaining this to everybody. Um,
1: Thank you for, uh, thank you for saying that. I I will say this. I think the best way to describe it and what it felt like, and people will know what I mean by this and other people won't know until they put the thing on. It felt like uh, the best way to describe it is it is a next gen PSVR. Like you could tell you were in a PSVR game. It felt like a big budget PSVR game only everything was much more clear. There was zero aliasing, like there was no shimmer, not a speck of wow. it through the whole experience. It was great.
0: That's good to hear because that was one of the things that, uh, strangely, I didn't notice again at first because I was like too excited. Uh, but people were noticing in the Gran Turismo footage that was shown last night at the presentation, uh, the VR stuff, it, it looks like stuff near the edge definitely had some aliasing issues, uh, some jaggy. So I don't know if that had to do with Vita rendering or what, the, or what display they were showing. Uh, but it's good to hear that there were no aliasing issues. Uh, very reassuring, actually. And uh, Kill Artist 1, the Dreamweaver GameCat with the $5 tip, says, thanks so much, Wes, for doing this. Now tell me how fun the combat is in Call of the Wild. Uh, we know what you mean, man. Call of, Call of the Mountain is... Uh, I think we've all been calling it Call of the Wild for the better part of a year now. Um, did, is it? Did, are you ready to answer this question? Can you do it?
1: uh yeah well we're not going to be able to talk about one thing without talking about the other and i think you know what i mean by that let's get
0: it out of the way man let's just do it rip the band-aid off uh, it's typical without parole nonsense so thank you for being patient uh so okay we got to back up a little bit uh there was some bad news uh somebody asked about the combat and uh and, and you said you can't talk about the combat without talking about some of the technical issues you had so let's do this man let's do this
1: yeah there there were technical issues it was not a perfect demo uh, my attendant told me that it was a, a known issue, that there, were, there was some kind of interference between the booths. I don't know how true or, or false that was. Uh, I, there were certainly setup issues that I could see. For example, it was very dark, and with this being infrared tracking, that's a bad thing. You want to have a welded area. Um, but I had some tracking issues, not, not through the whole thing, oddly enough. When I started the, uh, the demo tried to break the tracking and i tried pretty hard to break the tracking and i couldn't it could worked perfectly I, I hid my hands i occluded the controllers everything worked great but uh, about halfway through the demo maybe a little bit further in i started to have noticed my hands jumping a little bit and by the time i got to the fight which was the end of the demo uh it was just really bad my high, my hands were flying off and like far away from me and uh like I, you have to reach her over your shoulder to get arrows, and half the time I would get an arrow, and half the time I wouldn't. And then, but toward the second half of the boss fight, like I couldn't even get an arrow. Like I kept trying, so I was just dodging and dodging and dodging without being able to attack back. So we had to restart it, which made it um, markedly better, but it was wasn't perfect even after that. And they were very apologetic. They swore to me at uh, that i get mine at home it wouldn't do that and i believe them and the reason i believe them is because i've talked to other people who have played elsewhere yeah. everyone says the tracking's perfect just like it was for me in the beginning so uh, it was kind of hard to judge the uh the combat because i was having so many issues at the time um just say that i wasn't a big fan of the was it the fact that you're on a rail and that you're circling the enemy, that's fine. I don't particularly care for having to grab and pull my way around. It would be better if, if you could uh, use the, the joystick, kind of strafe, but it, it won't let you do that. You kind of have you have to grab and pull your way around. Uh, but, it, I mean, it worked fine. It, it, it was intuitive. Like, it was easy to dodge doing that. So, uh, there, there were a lot of close calls or, or what have you. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't the best solution, but the the archery was was really good, and, um, yeah, yeah, you know, it's good and it's bad, we'll say that.
0: Yeah. All right. So just to, as far as the technical issues were concerned, I we want to make sure that like, you know, I, I don't want anybody to be like watching this and go, oh, no, doom and gloom. Right. Um, and so there's, you know, there's definitely a couple of things to know. GC13, the die Pepsi Cat uh, over at Skydance says in the chat says, oh, yeah, that sounds like a setup issue for sure. Uh, in, yeah. In what other situation are you going to have what four twos set up next to each other, like uh, in, a, in, a, in a smaller area? They're really close too. Yeah. Close. So, uh, so that could certainly be part of it. No commentary. Life in the chat said another person reviewed it and they said it was a network issue with the servers being clogged. I don't know how that's. Uh... They were.
1: They were. They were. They were grabbing for straws, man. Honestly, it seemed to me like it was a, a low battery, like because it was. It was just on my right hand mostly. I had a little bit of trouble with my left hand, but it was mostly on my right hand, and I was moving all around the booth and, and turning and spinning around and it, it seemed to me like if it were interfering with something when i turned around it would go to the other hand but that's not what happened it stayed on my right hand so uh, it, it seemed to me like it, either it was set up it was just too dark in there or they they didn't charge their batteries all the way up uh, but again i i it doesn't i'm not worried about it i don't think it's going to be an issue right uh, when we when we get ours and, and have it properly set up. I mean, the press
0: event that happened uh, a few months back, right, where where it seemed seemingly all the bigger outlets got to go in and try one PSVR two headset. Not a single person complained about tracking issues, and so I feel like that's more representative of the of the experience that we're going to have at home, fortunately. So at least there's that, and we and, and with that we can kind of move on, man. I think I think it's time. Uh, so let's let's get into your PSVR two horizon experience, man. I want, I, I want to know, like, walk me through it, man. From beginning to end, like, like, like from this is your first time putting on a PSVR two headset. What, anything worth noting?
1: Uh, super comfortable. If, honestly, it, it feels very similar to the original PSVR. Uh, the only real notable difference, it feels like maybe it's a little bit bigger in the front. Um, and the, the the face gasket is much more elaborate. So there's a little bit more play, it feels like, with how close you get it to your eyes. Uh, but it was really comfortable, and after you had it on, it pretty much felt like you were wearing a PSVR. Um, then then you go to kind of the room setup, and they kind of insisted on doing that part for me. They insisted on doing a lot of stuff for <laughs> me because treating me like, um, like like a noob who'd never played VR before, even though I insisted, hey... Like I play VR every day. They made me take um, some comfort settings. They wouldn't allow me to like. Like I had to take some vignetting, and they wouldn't let me put smooth turns on. Like wow. I, they, they, I had to, I had to play with snap turns. Did um, they make
0: you walk around Gorin style?
1: Yes. What yes, I had to, I had to do. I had to do the arm swinging locomotion. That's right. Which
0: we know is optional, but um, they made you do it. Okay.
1: And what really pissed me off about it was. Um, I talked to other people, you know, my friends that were there doing it with me. And and they were in other booths, and and those guys let them just set it up how they want and play however they wanted. So (laughs) my guy was just super anal about it, I guess.
0: All right. Well, Uh, shout out to super uh, anal CES guy. Steve. Steve. Oh, Steve.
1: Steve.
0: Hey, Steve.
1: For for what it's worth, Steve was really cool, and uh, he told me to come back tomorrow and find him. And uh, that's what I'm going to do.
0: Nice, nice maybe you get a proper experience this time maybe you'll get to turn all the settings off maybe you'll get to not have uh, tracking issues this is very exciting um <laughs> AJ wants you to tell them about the hole that they popped in to the face mask <laughs> the vent uh, I don't know I mean did the
1: revolutionary the, the revolutionary ventilation yeah,
0: did it feel, I mean did it feel any less warm in there I mean I can't imagine it did
1: there, there, there were no lens fogging issues oh good I didn't have to, I didn't have to pull the thing out and, and let the lenses come back, so I guess it works.
0: <laughs> nice. Um, let me just make sure we get a couple of tips before we get too far away from. Him. Awesome Tatum with the five dollar tip says, "Wes, our not so secret agent man. Thanks for getting after it. Have a drink on me." Ooh, nice. Uh, Eric QTC VR gamer Q two C. Did I say TC? Five dollar tip says, "So happy for all the cats with what's coming. It's okay. going to be a killer year." Thank you very much, Eric uh sean turner with the two dollar tip says haptics add any value to the experience yeah man start walking us through it. What, what, what was the first thing you saw uh when when you went in i'm assuming that, that it was already in game it wasn't like you they started the game up from some ui or whatever you put the headset on you're already what do you see
1: oh no they do they do the room setup um and then you have to calibrate the eye tracking actually oh. and the eye tracking was freaking incredible it was really impressive zero latency and and 100% perfect tracking, and so a- after you do the the uh, the eye tracking calibration and uh, IPD, you have to, you have to set the IPD as well, which is cool because it brings up like this little uh, visual thing of your eyes and then the lenses, and it kind of just move. You you can visually see where your eyes are versus the lenses on the, on the screen, so you you can tell by just looking at the screen when you have it lined up correctly and. It never even tells you what your IPD number is, it just, you can see it's lined up and you hit okay. Um, but after that, they started up the game, and honestly, there was like six demos on the menu screen, and they made us do a full demo, uh, which was kind of funny because it wasn't the full demo, because I could see like the boss fight and some other stuff on there that they, they didn't let us do, but um, after, uh, well, let's talk about the menu screen for a minute. Completely uh, automated by eye tracking. You just look at what you want to select and hit X again, super quick and works perfectly was very, very impressive. Um, and then, you know, after, after you click start demo, uh, you know, we're in the boat scene that everyone has seen a hundred times by now. Um, Probably should have taken it in a little bit better. But I immediately, I'm I'm thinking about these guys on Discord (laughs) that wanted to know about tracking. So I'm starting to try to break the tracking (laughs) immediately right from the beginning. Um, What I did notice right from the beginning, which was cool, is that um, it is next-gen VR. And what I mean by that, from a software standpoint, your hands don't pass through anything. Uh, Everything has weight. Uh, like a saints and sinners type of uh, physics going on, and um, when you touch anything, haptics go off. Like you, you touch the side of the boat, you can feel it. You run your hand through the water. You touch the the greenery. You can feel all that stuff, and it's super cool.
0: Like when you say you can feel it, like convincingly like if you're not really thinking about it if you're not looking like it is it is it convincing and you're like oh this is great i can i can feel what's going on here uh like when you say you feel the water like what what exactly are you feeling is it just like some rippling um, vibration or
1: it wasn't like astrobot bot PS five demo. Amazing. Mm-hmm. You know how you feel the raindrops drops and all that. It wasn't quite on that level, but it certainly was above last gen haptics. I, it, it was dual sense haptics a hundred percent. Like it was the next, the next level of, you know, haptic feedback. And it kind of varies depending on what you're doing with your hands. Okay.
0: Um, <clears throat> we got, we got Xeno three D in the chat with the $5 tips as regarding the controllers. Do the face buttons have capacitive touch or is it only on the triggers and grip buttons?
1: Uh, no, the, the, the face buttons have it as well. And, and there was a lot of debate um, early on about whether or not it tracks your fingers when you're not touching it. It doesn't. You have to touch it for the, uh, the, the finger tracking to work, but it works well. You don't have to press anything. It's just, if you just relax your hands on the buttons or the uh, triggers, Uh, it picks it up quickly. Nice. All right. So we've seen, I I know
0: you said you didn't really take it in, but I still have to ask uh, because any, any information I can, I can extract from you right now. I need to, we have seen that boat ride a hundred times, but to varying degrees, you know, we've seen a few seconds of it here, a few seconds of it there, part in the trailer, you know, we've seen, we've seen B roll from, uh, from again, that press event that happened a few months back. Uh, Did it, I mean, what, what did it? What did it feel like in VR? What did it look like? Did it? Did, did you feel like it had good, um, a good amount of depth? You know, because this, there's been tons of beautiful VR games where I look out and I'm just like, this looks like a flat world. Did it feel like it had that depth? Did it feel like you were in the middle of this lush jungle?
1: It was legit AAA, amazing. Um, it was an amazing world. It did feel like you were in a the jungle. There was a ton of depth. People, what people were saying is true about. Uh, you know the climbing scenes and looking down, and, and you kind of get a little vertigo from it. It it, it really was uh, impressive in that respect. And I and I didn't just play through the whole boat ride, just at the beginning. So when the um, the thing flies down overhead and it rattled my face, yeah, it kind of snapped me out of it a little bit. And I'm like, okay, I, I should probably look around here and take this in a little bit better. I mean, but, uh, yeah, I mean, man, it, it was great. The, the
0: it rattled your. You said it rattled your face. It was like headset haptics, like it, it vibrated your. The was that intense? Was that distracting?
1: Oh, it, it was, it was more subtle, really. I mean, it wasn't like soft. <laughs> it, it it didn't like sh- shock me or anything. It didn't surprise me. It, it, it added to the experience, but it wasn't overwhelming.
0: Uh, Isaac in the chat, don't just, uh, le- leave your message in the chat. We saw that you sent a super tip and then retracted the message. So, uh, please, we will, we will read your comment. I promise you. Um, Professor Lilith is wondering if anybody had VR sickness out there. Um, anybody who tried it? Anybody have motion sickness of any kind?
1: You no, know, nobody that I talked to. But again, I, everyone that I talked to is a VR YouTuber, so I mean, most of them wouldn't. Um, no, I, I didn't see anyone complain about sickness. Everyone seemed to come out of the booth pretty happy. Nice, it's good to hear. All right, so
0: how long were you in the boat for? Uh, I'm because obviously there's a they've sort of implied that there'll be a like a full on river ride experience, right? Which is not what you were playing. This is just the beginning of your demo. So did you, did you get thrown out of the boat the way that uh, you see in the trailer?
1: Yeah. um, So yeah, it was about five minutes. It was a nice slow ride through the jungle. Uh, A couple of close encounters with gigantic, Enemies were—I mean, super impressive and uh, intimidating. The the, what's it called? Long neck? Is that what they're called? The the really big ones. Tall neck. Uh, That a tall neck. That that, when that thing went over, it was that was awe-inspiring. It was really huge, and again, everything crystal clear and um, vibrant color depth from the LED panel. Uh, But it was about five minutes, and yeah, at the end of it, uh, one of these machines comes to up out of the water and overturns your boat that was a little jarring as your boat overturns and as soon as it starts black screen and then you probably have about three or four seconds of load time on the black screen and when you come back in you're underwater okay and you feel like maybe you're going to be swimming around but you don't it just kind of moves you slowly on a rail or this uh ladder that eventually comes into view and you climb out of the water
0: Okay. So, I mean, so again, that is exactly what we've been, we've seen in the trailer. Uh, so, so, so far so good. So you climb up the ladder, I mean, you feel, you're feeling the ladder as you grab onto each rung.
1: Uh, yeah. Everything you touch, whether you grab it or not, you can feel it in your hands. It, it really, you can tell they focused a lot on, on the haptics and the, just the overall physics uh, to the game world.
0: I'm assuming adaptive triggers played a part in that too, right? You're not able to pull down the trigger the entire way. I have no
1: idea. Uh, uh oh, the the uh the climbing was done through grip buttons so the, the adaptive triggers didn't really play anything into it.
0: Okay. All right. So you, so you get up onto land.
1: You're walking around Gorn Style. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Well, you yeah, it's not enough and it's not enough to just swing your hands. You have to hold the uh the X and um the 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 other bottom button, I guess O or square. You hold the bottom buttons in and uh and swing your arms to walk forward uh you make it about halfway across the the pier and uh there's there's a guy one of one of your companions from the boat hanging on the side and he reaches out so that you can kind of lift him up and save him from falling in the water and uh, as soon as you do that the the uh, the machine comes back and just kind of takes him away and uh takes about half of the uh, oh wait a minute no i'm getting ahead of myself so so that guy gets basically washed away uh, taken with an enemy, presumed dead. We don't know what happened to him. He gets taken away. But uh, you make your way down to the uh, the end of the pier, bridge or whatever it is, and uh, you have another enemy. And this is where they're teaching you how to dodge or, or jump backwards to step back. So you, you swing your arms to step, to uh, walk forward. To move backwards, you kind of have to push yourself back. Okay. And uh, so uh, an enemy comes out and takes a swing at you. You dodge. And then it takes out uh the the end of the bridge and that's when you have to start climbing
0: okay um yeah this is I, dude I, I really hope you get to play this with like normal controls tomorrow because uh, this this does sound kind we're gonna of insist on it yeah
1: it, it sounds we're a gonna go tedious. back to steve we're, we're gonna go back to steve and make him let us do what we want tomorrow
0: <laughs> big steve everyone else got to play the normal way this is ridiculous so uh so how much did you get to do like exploration like what 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 exactly were you able to do from this point they, I'm assuming this is where they start giving you a little bit more freedom and they just go okay go ahead now do your thing
1: yeah, I was kind of surprised because uh you know me I I'm I'm very slow and I, I digest these games uh every inch of them and um I was a bit concerned like they might make me stop doing it because I'm taking so long and everyone has appointments and so on and so forth, but they were really cool about it, and they let me uh, look around. And there are secrets. There are secrets to find. I don't know if I should spoil those here, but there are a couple secret areas that if you're uh, looking, you'll find that there are collectibles to find. Um, the first part of the demo was a little bit barren. There wasn't a whole lot of stuff to interact with, some barrels that you can take the lids off, stuff like that. But the second half of the demo, there's a lot more items, musical instruments. Uh, there's a there's a, like a paintbrush with bunch of different ink that you can uh, draw on a cave wall with um, there was a lock and key at a point uh, a lot of uh, fruit you, you eat uh, you eat apples to regenerate your health you find those in a couple spots uh, so yeah there's a lot of stuff to interact with throughout the the second half of the demo and and we played around with all that stuff
0: nice that sounds uh that sounds good and of course the developers have been talking about um, you know, if you beeline the game, it's like a, what, a seven hour game or eight hour. Did, did, did anybody there, was anybody there talking about that kind of stuff, like uh, the length of the game or whatever? Because again, it sounds like all the stuff that you were doing, like exploring and finding collectibles and painting on cave walls and whatever else, uh, this all sounds very optional. And this sounds like the stuff you would be doing if you weren't beelining the game. Uh, so, but was was anyone there actually representing Gorilla or was it just like Sony people being like, just making sure that you're playing VR correctly?
1: Yeah, there were no experts on hand. There were people who knew whose job it was to set people up and get them through the demo and uh, and kind of help them out. I mean they, they had a good base knowledge of the game, but again, there, there were no experts. I was asking questions about the settings and things and and they didn't really know the answers to my questions. So yeah yeah, no no uh, no developers there. Well, I saw some developers on the floor away from the Sony booth, but not nobody from gorilla. I saw uh, there was a dude from Alchemy Labs there um i saw uh, jason from uh, rhythm of the universe he showed up at the bar last night so i've, I've met a few people but uh, nobody at the sony booth gotcha
0: all right man uh so so then this is I, i'm assuming this is when we get into some of the problems with the tracking that you had when you when you finally do some combat um and uh and, i mean were, were you able to were you able to complete this area uh, were you able to complete the the fight even you said at one point you had to reset the demo, right? Because of the problems you're having. So d- during the second oh, well, time, got, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. But the, the issue was, is that I couldn't get any arrows out. So I was just dodging and dodging. It wasn't that I was, uh, that I got killed or anything, but I just couldn't finish it because I couldn't shoot the thing. So eventually he said, all right, you know what, let's just reset. And we did. And it, it was significantly better after that, again, not perfect. But it was, it was good enough that I, I was able to play through to the end. Um, there was, so after the, the, the first climbing area, you come coming through to a little exploration area. Uh, you go through an indoors like, like a little shack thing. Uh, then you climb up some more mountains, and there's another open area. Um, and after that, uh, there, there's the boss fight. Kill the boss, a little more climbing, and then uh, you kind of see the game starting. When the title screen starts, that's when the demo ends. So <laughs> just as shit's getting good. You walk you, you basically summit the mountain and you look out at the settlement you're trying to get to and it's on fire. Like the whole thing's burning down. And then you see the, the horizon logo come up and that the thing's over with. Gotcha.
0: All right. Uh, so so overall impressions then? Like what do you, what are you feeling about this? Like, are you, are you more hyped to play call of the mountain? Are you more hyped to get PSVR two now that you've tried it? Like where, where are you at? Like hype level style, hype level style. Well, hype- phrase I'm meant to use.
1: I've use. been at 11 from day one. Uh, this, the it was everything that I thought it was going to be. It, it was amazing. Uh, so am I more hyped now? Oh, I, I don't think I could have gotten more hype from it. I think the only direction to go for me was down. And I'm happy to say that I didn't really go down. Other than the, the, the thing with the controllers, everything was great and pretty much exactly what I expected. Um again it's it's not you know, it's not the end all be all. It is very much a next gen headset though, and better than anything else that's out right now.
0: All right. I think we should head over to Discord, man, because a lot of people were asking you questions in the Ask West channel. Um I'm I'm did not prepare for this though, so I'm kind of reading through them right now, <laughs> trying to find find them on my phone um
1: to scroll up through all my my pictures of beer and uh and games and beer and games
0: yeah yeah totally scrolling up there's a lot, there's definitely some beer here uh do 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 do, 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 do. um Okay, uh, Sniper Jones uh, Hasib Mirza says H- some people have mentioned that the sense controllers felt small in their hands and that the bottom hilt pressed against pressed against the bottom of their palm. Can you confirm or deny? Do you have be- met Wes? I, not not asking any questions that uh, you know you wouldn't want to reveal on camera. But do you have big hands or small hands or medium sized hands? What
1: I have I have slightly above average hands. Like my hands are not huge. They're, they're pretty big. I have long fingers. Put, put it up
0: to mine. Okay. Yeah. No, we're about the same. Okay. Yep. <laughs> that that's a good flipness test. So how, how did they feel in your hands?
1: Um, felt great in my hands. Now I could see if you are someone who has just huge hands might be a problem because th- they felt like they were pretty much custom made for my hands. The, the hilt came down around my hand and basically curved right around like there there wasn't any extra room but they fit me perfectly
0: okay so twitcher the single-player game cat with the two quid says well my big fat banana hands fit in the orbs i can't imagine them not fitting in the orbs right like how can you not
1: fit no they'll definitely fit uh, you know i don't know if you, i mentioned skiva was here and he did his demo about an hour before i did mine and, and skiva is a behemoth like this guy's six seven he is huge I didn't ask him specifically about the controllers, but uh, Skiba was blown away. Like, he had not a bad word to say about the thing. Other, of course, than the, the things we've already talked about. Um, but, but Skiba said that it looked better than Half-Life Alex. that it was great. Um, pretty much everybody, even Brad is saying that, um, you know, I haven't watched this video yet, but I, I saw the headline, um, SVR2, a new standard for gaming. I think that's a very safe thing to say.
0: Nice. Uh Nikula, now obviously knowing what we've already talked about says I want to know about the tracking range of the controllers. Uh when when do they get out of when do they get out of the cameras and what happens of the camera's view, camera's range and what happens when they do? He's like he asking particularly about pulling back on a bow bowstring and throwing. Um you said you were when th- when things were still working for you properly at the beginning of the demo and you were like, I'm going to try to break the tracking right now. Uh, like what kind of things were you doing in the boat ride instead of, you know, like enjoying the view?
1: I, I was basically just uh, knocking uh, w- when I was in the boat. Um, that's when I discovered that my hands weren't, wouldn't pass through anything and, and that the haptics were, were really cool and I was basically touching the sides of the boat and the floor of the boat. I didn't, I didn't run my hands through the water or anything like a lot of people uh, did. It didn't occur to me to do that. Um, yeah, I, I didn't play around in the boat too much other than just tra- testing out the tracking. Uh, but to answer the question, yeah. um, I, did, I, I couldn't lose I thought for a moment that the, the tracking had gotten lost because when I brought them down to my waist and a little behind me, And brought them back up. It seemed like my left controller popped in a bit. Then I found out uh, a second later, it was just, I I had caught my hand on the boat coming back up. um, I couldn't make it lose tracking. Like every time it's in in my field of view, it was exactly there. And I held it behind my back for, for a second or two and then, you know, brought them back. And they were always right there. I never noticed them popping in or out when I was trying to break them at the beginning. Um, so the the tracking range is really good on it. Um, I, I didn't notice them uh, being out of place at all when I, when I tested it.
0: Okay. Good to hear. Uh, man, there are quite a good, few good questions here. Uh, Pepio Kojima, uh, asks, uh, I'm interested in the build quality of the sense controllers. And if they use the same material that is used for the dual sense, uh, yeah, that and the weight. Obviously, um, we've always talked about the Move controllers being having this heft, being really good for your favorite game, Beat Saber. Um, like, are they are they super lightweight, or like, what, do, they, do they feel like they'll break if you uh, if you bash them together accidentally while you're playing?
1: No, oh, no, they feel like uh, they feel like the Sense controller feels. Like, like they're 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 very uh, very well made and, and high quality, just as you would expect them to be.
0: Excellent you in the chat now. Gamecat, right? specifically a white tiger with Canadian two dollar tip says, "Is it 4K?" And did you notice foveated low res sides? I'm assuming in your peripheral view. Uh, did you notice the foveated?
1: Okay. Right? Um, so uh, we, we need to clarify that the 4K um, is with eyes combined. So it's actually it's it's a 2K headset. It's 2K per eye. Um, a lot of a lot of marketing speak. Um, and I'm guilty of this as well. Uh, calls it 4K because technically together it is, but it, it's 2K, just like like a like a HP Reverb G2 or some of the other high-end PC headsets. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's on it's on the, the lo- it's on their level in terms of clarity and resolution. It where it excels it, again is in colors uh, and black levels, that sort of thing. Uh, definitely above all of the LCD. Uh, Headsets that we've gotten over the last few years. Um, What was the other part of the question? I I forgot. There was another part.
0: I was wondering if if they, I guess, uh, in the Horizon demo, I'm assuming that they were using eye tracking and foveated rendering in in order to render the image. Did you notice, like, the softness on the edge on your
1: peripheral vision from the foveated rendering? Uh, Only on two occasions, and it's very difficult do it, but if um, if you move your head quickly and then look out of the corner of your eye, you can see it catch up a little bit. Oh, really? Like, yeah, it, it's it's very fast, and you really pretty much have to be looking for it. But I was able to, I was able to catch it a couple of times.
0: Nice, I mean, not nice, but I mean, it's 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 good that you were on the lookout for it because you know, like you said, you're trying to test the limits of this thing.
1: It's very subtle. When when I say it's there. Um, barely, you, even when I saw it, you could barely tell. It's not like the heavy foveated rendering that we saw on PSVR 1 or even Quest, where, where it's super blurry. Like, it's on the very fringes of your vision. It's just a little less clear. So if there's any kind of, like, heavy foveated rendering going on, I never noticed any of that. Just a little bit at the very edges, and it's very, very slight. You know, it, uh, I, most people aren't going to be able to catch it. I'm quite confident. I was just moving around a lot and uh, was looking for it. So I thought. All right. Man Bear Pig, game cat with the $2 tip. So uh,
0: it says, so graphics on the level of PC VR or no? Thanks, Wes.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's, uh, graphics. I want to be careful how I say this. Uh, it, it's uh, above most. PCVR, but uh, again, that, that's more of a condemnation of the software right. on PCVR over the last few years than any kind of hardware. Uh, definitely on the level of the top tier P- PC games that we've seen over the last few years. Um, I mean, just, just picture a uh, AAA Sony exclusive PSVR game. We've played in the past. Mm-hmm. Now get rid of all the aliasing. Make it clear <laughs> from edge to edge. All the problems from the last gen are gone now, and it looks again. It looks like a PSVR game. It looks like a PSVR game, but all the garbage is gone now. It's just beautiful.
0: I, I'm I'm sure that I'm sure that the game that people want you to compare this to is Half Life Alex. Could you compare them? Um. Like graphically yeah, I least. mean it's
1: difficult. Yeah. It's difficult because Alex is an urban environment. There's a lot of different kind of textures in that environment. Again, this is this is jungle. This this is wildlands. And uh, again, it, it reminds me a lot more of stormland. It looks better than stormland, but it's that kind of environment, those kinds of textures, um, it's. Uh, I mean, it's on that level. I, I don't know if I would say that it's maybe a credit quite as crisp playing half-life Alex on a, on a reverb G2, but it's better in other ways. Like it's hard to compare. It's a bit of an apple and oranges thing, but yes, they're, they're very comparable. Uh, I'm sure when half-life Alex comes to PSVR two, it will look better in the PSVR two headset.
0: That's that's, I think the answer we all wanted to hear. Uh, That's the answer I wanted to hear for sure. GC 13, the dive Pepsi cat with the $20 tip says, thank you for this, Brian and Wes. You guys are amazing question. How was the crowd around the PSVR2 booth? Was there a lot of people? Uh, were a lot of people like watching people play? Uh, or compared to other booths, was it a smaller crowd?
1: So, um, to, to get an appointment for uh, a demo slot today, uh, you had to go online starting at 8 a.m. Uh, 8 a.m. local time, obviously, um, and book it. Uh, you had to scan the QR code, which you, you couldn't get online, it was on the show floor. We we just happened to take a picture of it when we were there last night so we could book it from here. Instead of happening to go there and then book it and wait. <laughs> nice. We, we all booked it from here. Um. I came in last night at like 3 a.m., like after 3 a.m. It was like 3.30. And uh, I laid down and passed out. I didn't set an alarm clock, Brian. I just passed out. And uh, I woke up oh at God. 10 minutes after 8.00. You- a chance just woke up at 10 minutes after eight
0: was your heart like and, fucking uh, exploding out of your chest when you realized what had
1: happened yeah i picked up my phone and i saw first thing i saw was a message from you telling me that you had your fingers crossed <laughs> me, And i was like oh, sh- sh- shit. oh no so, um, go immediately and obviously i've got the the picture on my phone but I can't take a picture of the QR code on my phone with my phone. Oh no,
0: you need to get so a different I had,
1: phone. <laughs> <laughs> I to get the, I to get another phone. This and, this uh, seemed like the it. perfect
0: plan until just now.
1: <laughs> yeah. it was it was frightening. Uh anyway, by like 13 on the website, right? Okay, 8:13. Not not even 15 minutes open yet. Um there's one time slot left. What? all booked. A whole fucking day that's all booked, there's one left. Wow. I got it. So, yeah. <sighs> that was crazy. Uh, I'm so irresponsible. <laughs> but it all worked out.
0: Oh, my God. I mean, you know, Vegas, man. It's like how many times, How many more times are you going to be in Vegas? You got to do what you got to do. Uh, holy but, sh-
1: but, you know, to, to answer the question, yes, there was a line the whole time I was there. There were people walking up trying to play and getting getting turned away left and right. I was there for probably oh, two hours because I, I went, and then Todd went, and then Eric went, and we kind of took footage of the whole thing with a couple of different cameras. So we were there for a couple of hours, uh, and yeah, there there were people getting turned away all day long, and uh, there was always a line.
0: Crazy. Well, that's good. I mean, you know, d- despite the fact we-, we can talk about the press conference in a minute because you were actually there at the press conference, right? Seeing it, watching it uh, firsthand. Uh, despite the fact that PSVR 2 was such a small part of that, uh, PSVR 2 was half of their thumbnail. PSVR 2 was at the kiosks that you saw while you were walking into the event, right? Like it was, it seemed like it everywhere. it was like going to be the focus of All the show. All over town. Yeah.
1: When you get to the convention area, they have these uh, th- these little advertisements, like the one I, I took a snapshot of. That wasn't just one. Those things were everywhere, man. There were PSVR 2s all over the place. Wow.
0: So, yeah, so a little bit crazy that. Uh, so, I mean, uh, so people, I'm guessing people that were there at the show were there probably for PSVR 2. I mean, because you were talking about the other places. So- PlayStation games like being stray and like returnal. It's like, well, what's, what's exciting about that? We've already played those games. We all own those games.
1: Well, the, you know, the PlayStation area was just one small part of the the gigantic Sony um, uh, display. And there were a lot of uh, media there uh, from all over the world um, that, that were there for the other stuff that weren't even there for gaming. Uh, but yeah, m- most of the, I mean, there were there were a lot of people there playing around with PS5s. You know, PS5's still fairly new. There's still a lot of people that don't have them. So uh, all of the displays um, had pretty good crowds around them, although uh, there were periods during the day that the, uh, the flat displays were just open. Nobody, no one was there. But the whole thing was pretty crowded and, and draw a pretty good, uh, good crowd.
0: Nice. All right, we still got some more questions uh, from the chat uh, regarding the PSVR2. That Dan VR underscore cat with the $5 tip says, how are the grip buttons? Uh, are you worried about hand fatigue?
1: Not at all. Not at all. The thing is very ergonomic, very comfortable. Uh, I was a little bit worried about them being bulky because the way they come over your hands. I didn't really experience any kind of problems with them. The The, the controllers were great. They really were. Okay.
0: Griffin VR with the $5 tip says, did the OLED black seem perfectly dark or were the black levels slightly raised with a grainy Mura effect like PSVR one?
1: <laughs> well, um, I did look for um uh, because someone in the discord asked me to, and there, there is Mira. It is definitely there, but it is nowhere near the level of PSVR one. The resolution of the, of the display is so high that the mirror, when you can see it, which isn't all the time, uh, you have to, again, you have to look for it. Uh, It's very fine. It's not going to be anything that, well, I mean, I don't want to say that no one will notice it, because certain people like to kind of pick things apart, and those people will see it. It is there, but it's nowhere near the level of PSVR-1, and it didn't really even bother me on PSVR-1. So To me, it's a Uh, non-issue. I was able to spot it. I was looking for it the whole time. I was able to spot it on two separate occasions for a moment, and then you know, as soon as everything gets bright, it's gone. It's only when there's there's some black that you're able to kind of spot it out.
0: That's good to hear. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I it's good. Yeah, I mean, that that kind of stuff never really bothered me on um, on PSVR one. Uh, in in fact, you know, I know we've got more tips to read, but there was another uh, another message here in Discord that I want to get to right now while it's on my mind. Uh, somebody was asking about about ghosting uh, and whether that was an issue. So, yeah, so Bobby Bananas was asking about ghosting, asking if the early reports were overblown. We, we'd only heard really from – strangely – Uh, From one person who tested the PSVR 2 during that press event months ago, we only heard from one person that had issues with ghosting. Uh, I think it was, like, David Heaney or something over at Upload, whereas, like, everyone else was like, no, it was fine. But I think that's a person-to-person thing, you know, like, what are your eyes sensitive to? What's your brain sensitive to? And I've never experienced anything like that on PSVR. I didn't even know it was a thing because in six years of covering PSVR, I don't – I even searched through every comment that anyone had ever left on without parole. And I only saw two comments in six years asking about ghosting. Uh, so you probably get a better eye for this than I do, or maybe, uh, I don't know if you're sensitive to this kind of stuff. Did you notice anything like that when you tested this thing out?
1: Zero, zero ghosting, zero reprojection, none of that. Uh, if it wasn't running at night of 90 hertz, I couldn't tell it. It was, uh, the, the motion was all very smooth. With the exception of um, the controller thing, uh, when that started going bad. Uh, But turning my head around, uh, you know, uh, uh, enemies moving quickly, uh, I I didn't notice any ghosting or reprojection. Everything was very smooth and clear. Okay. Uh, Dark Angel 3 with
0: the $2 tip says, because blue. Meow. I don't don't actually know what that means, but thank you very much for the tip, Dark Angel. Professor Lewith. Asking the important questions with the $2 tip says, how's the audio in the headset? What did they set you up with? What kind of headphones did they put you in? What did they sound like? How was the, uh, how was the 3d audio, the um, Tempest audio with VR?
1: Uh, It was, they put me in pulse 3d headphones, uh, which for the record fit very comfortably over the headset for me. Um, They weren't very loud. Like I had to ask the guy to turn it up because I was hearing the, um, Social screen audio over my headphone audio. Oh no way! And it was making it, di- yeah, it was making it difficult to make out dialogue. Like most of what was said during the thing, I didn't even catch. Like I couldn't hear it. Um, I asked him to turn it up. He, he said he, he kind of fiddled around with my headset uh, headphones for a moment, and maybe it got a little bit better. But it was never especially loud, uh, so I, I didn't really get the full audio experience. I don't feel like. Uh, because again, I, I was hearing a, a lot of audio from the outside—not just the the social screen, but the huge crowd of people that were there. So I, I didn't really uh, get to test the audio out the way I would have liked to.
0: That you listen, listen. Well, you know what? We need to take a second here. Listen, Steve, if you're out there,
1: listen—you
0: <laughs> got to get your shit together, man. Right? This is very important. People have traveled hundreds, if not thousands, of miles to try this thing out. Your station. Seems like a fucking disaster. Get that shit up and running, make it work tomorrow. We need to give West the proper test. We need that shit to be blasting. If you can hear the social screen in the crowd over the headphones, something has gone horribly wrong. Come on, Steve, we have faith in you. Sony has trained you better than this. Do your shit. All right, enough of that.
1: Oh, to be fair, if Steve would just let me go into the settings, (laughs) I could turn it up. I could turn it up, I could set it up perfectly. And if they they had lights in the booths, but the lights were pointed at the walls because there were like, there was art on the walls, like horizon art, but like you stand in the middle of the booth and you're in the dark, but the walls are all lit up. It's so, so backwards from what you would want for optimal tracking. It was really funny. Damn.
0: Rick with the $5 tip says, did the field of view feel any bigger than PSVR one? It was it comparable comparable to valve index. As we know, the uh, PSVR 1 is, what, 100 degrees? This is supposed to be 110, roughly. We know that thing. Diff- there are variables here. Uh, did, it, did it feel like your peripheral vision was taken up with 10 degrees more uh, action?
1: It was very comparable uh, to, to PSVR 1. It, I'm, it was probably a little bit better. I don't doubt that that extra t- 10 degrees was there. Obviously, when you get used to playing in, in things like Quest, uh, even switching to a psvr one is a noticeable jump in field of view uh, but i wouldn't say that this is like tremendously more than the original psvr it felt very comparable uh, it was a nice wide field of view both uh, vertically and horizontally um but you still you staring straight ahead you can see the the sides of the thing it's it's not pi max or anything like super wide uh, but yeah it was nice excellent
0: all right, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to keep an eye on the uh, on the chat. So if anybody's got uh, any more questions, like Walid says, details about the single wire, please. It was one wire, right? I mean, is it is there more to say than that? It must was it lightweight?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was it was uh, it was a wire. <laughs> <laughs> like I noticed it. I noticed it when I first put it on because I'm not. You know, I normally play seated, and now I'm standing. I'm moving around, so I felt the wire on my shoulder for a second. But after the demo started, I didn't even think about the wire anymore. Like, I didn't notice it. I didn't think about it. It's like having uh, a standalone headset on. And I was walking around in the space, turning physically. You all see this, by the way, eventually. I've got footage of the whole thing. Um, I, I was moving around quite a bit, and the wire I never even noticed, except for when I first put it on and we were doing the, uh, the setup.
0: Okay. Good to know all right man let's take a let's take a broader uh broader approach this whole thing uh you flew into vegas and uh and and we were obviously there for the uh, sony ces press conference you wanted to go hands-on with psvr2 uh the the press conference uh, as we've already said was not super focused on psvr2 um What what was the? It was hard to tell from my perspective watching with AJ. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't hear the crowd over AJ because AJ was more excited than anybody in your crowd. I'll tell you that uh, when they talked about PSVR two was there was there any noticeable difference when they switched gears and went to PSVR two? Did the crowd like sit up or or were you with your VR peeps? Like, what what was the crowd's engagement uh, as far as uh, as far as this was all concerned?
1: Uh, well, uh, we we took up a whole row, and we were pretty much front and center. Uh, we were a whole row of VR YouTubers, and it was it was interesting, man. Because yeah, obviously when Jim Ryan walked out, like we already were in awe because uh, of who was already there. Now Jim Ryan is here. We didn't think he was there. He is here. He's here to talk about VR. Awesome. And then they run this little um this little vignette as they're transitioning into the psvr2 segment it's spider-man's there and uh the last of us the last of us is oz yeah there were all these games on there and everybody was freaking out like holy shit look at that this we're getting all these games in vr and then we realized what was up and that that really wasn't a VR vignette. It was just a PS five vignette. It's it is so, crazy
0: though, right? Like that felt like such a tease. Do you think it was intentional? Are they fucking with us? Or was that just like a like a, <laughs> a like a production error where they're like where they're like, Oh now we're gonna talk about PSVR two and then they do this little montage reel of PlayStation things that we love just to fuck with us? Like it, it seemed so intentionally irritating <laughs> that I'm like, Really, Sony? Fuck you. <laughs>
1: I I just – I don't think they're aware, man, because, you know, we we often forget this and we talk about it all the time. Only when they do their marketing, they're not marketing to us. They're marketing to flat gamers out there. Like, we're not super jazzed about Gran Turismo and Beat Saber because we expected to get Gran Turismo and Beat Saber. But we don't know how, like, these – like racing sim enthusiasts that only play on, on monitors up until this point, how they're going to feel about getting the full Gran Turismo experience in VR for free. Right. I mean, that's a big deal. That's a AAA launch title for free. And, you know, while, yes, it's, it's disappointing to some of us because of our, the way we set our expectations, um, it, Sony just shows us time and time again that they aren't marketing to us. They don't have to market to us. We're going to buy it anyway. So, uh, yeah, I, I just think they're kind of unaware or if they are aware of how it might affect their base, they know they're not going to put us off so bad that we're going to just not buy in. So, uh, they either don't care or they're not aware of we're not who they're trying to sell this thing to,
0: which is, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense, but still at the, at the same time, it's, it's super frustrating. Um, uh, because this, this is the kind of, this is the kind of, uh, thing we were hoping for. Oh shit, I froze myself on the screen. That's okay. You guys can hear me. I'll fix it in a second. Um, (laughs) uh, so, okay. So, so we, we, we got super, super excited. Uh, and then, uh, so he comes out and he starts talking and of course we get the Gran Turismo reveal first. Uh, we, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know your feelings on Gran Turismo. Is is this a, is this a franchise you're excited about?
1: Well, uh, no, I'm, I'm not huge into racing games. I, there, there are people who are fanatical about this stuff, and it's all they play. Um, I am kind of excited about it, though, because of just how next level this particular game looks uh, with the photorealistic graphics. And I'm sure the haptics are going to be absolutely nuts with the engine rattling through your face and through the controllers. I'm kind of torn, to be honest, because I have a, a racing wheel set up at home that's PlayStation compatible that I know I'm gonna be able to play Gran Turismo on, but I'm gonna have to give up the haptics to do that. So I don't know how I'm gonna play it. I'll probably go back and forth. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of excited for it. I, I think this is what launch lineup needed. We needed one more big AAA banger from Sony, a Sony exclusive, and uh, that's what we got. You know. Uh, I would have liked to have had a big surprise, something we weren't expecting. I still think we need our uh, our, our role, you know, uh, showing us what's coming in the future from PSVR 2 um, to kind of hype everybody up about the platform. But as far as the launch lineup goes, I already thought the launch lineup was great. Yep. And just adding this to it is uh, really kind of the cherry on top.
0: Yeah, I, I think before, uh, AJ and I did a pre-show before CES, and, and I said, you know, I think the guarantee that we're going to get tonight, if we get one guaranteed game, it's Gran Turismo. Like, it, it kind of has to be, right? Gran Turismo Sport was let down in so many ways on PSVR 1 because of the content, uh, but, but then here we are, like, you know, PSVR 2, this is their chance to make amends and be like, this time we brought the full game over. Uh, but of course, because they gave us, like, no details, there's now questions out there because we all expected there to be a PlayStation blog post, no PlayStation blog post with the details. Right. And so, so now we are, now we're here again, sitting and waiting for the next PlayStation event, the next Sony event to hopefully get more details. You've got to figure because now they've said, they've said Gran Turismo is a launch title, right? Free upgrade. It's it's on sale right now. It made me purchase Gran Turismo seven. Wes, I was like, I would not have purchased it without, uh, without PSVR2 support, but here I am. Now I'm on Amazon looking for entire rigs, like a, a plate like, I mean, I, I don't have any room in this apartment for a racing rig, but I want the full thing because I'm going to spend hundreds of hours in Gran Turismo. Like, I want, I want the, the full cage with the, with the, with the car seat in it. And, and I want, you know, a place to like mount my camera so that when I stream, you guys can be right there in the cockpit with me. Like, I'm going to spend hundreds of hours in this. And I already told everybody on Discord today that if I have to spend 30 hours getting licenses, I'm, I'm taking you guys for the ride. You guys are going to have to deal with that with me. Um, so so here I am, like, in, immediately converted. I'm an arcade racer fan, not a sim racer fan. And immediately I'm like, I fucking need this game in my life, and I'm, I'm going to go all out to and experience it the way that I want to experience it. Um, so for me, I was like, this is amazing news. This is great news. And they followed it up with Beat Saber, uh, which was the other kind of given. <laughs> yeah. Was other given, but they they led up to that one in a strange way too, right? They're like, I, I forget Jim's exact words, but he said something about it being synonymous with VR. And so it's like, or or, or, or I forget it. whatever he said. It made me think that they're about to announce Half Life Alex. Was that the impression you got too? Uh,
1: that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, oh, they really are going to announce Half Life Alex here. And this goes, just goes back to conversations we've had previously about you know what will sell headsets versus what won't. Well, he's right. When you go ask you know, Joe Gamer about VR, most of them aren't going to be asking about Half Life Alex. Everyone knows Beat Saber. Everyone. So uh, yeah, it's just kind of us being our, our, you know, ourselves in our little VR bubble over here, thinking that he's talking about Half Life Alex when that's more of a VR thing or a hardcore gamer thing, or uh, the, the kind of mainstream thing is Beat Saber. So it makes sense. Uh, the way that um, the way that he announced it, you're right. When, when he said that, I, I totally thought it was going to be Half-Life Alex. Yeah.
0: So, and then, and then of course he said Beat Saber's in development for PSVR 2. Like, listen, I, I'm 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 not a game developer. I'm not the guy that's going to sit here and be like, oh, this should only take like a week to port. I have no idea how long it takes to port games. No idea. Although I talked to enough developers to know that this is not <laughs> going to be like a, a three-year dev cycle, right? it feels like they're just trying to stretch this shit out, right? And try to get as much mileage out of these announcements as possible saying, Hey, we announced them this time, but we didn't really tell you anything. So, uh, so now they get to say, now they get to say during their next event, here's all the details of Gran Turismo that you wanted to hear. And yes, it is the full game. And here's Beat Saber. And yes, it is a launch title and no, there won't be an upgrade fee. Um, does this all make you think that there will be, uh, another event, Leading up to PSVR two, there's got to be right. We, we we this can't be the last PSVR two thing we see before February twenty second.
1: Uh, I think we might be done. I think we maybe we'll get a, a blog post no! right before the thing goes live. <laughs> oh, no! uh, dude, we're here. It's, <laughs> it's time for the thing to launch. This was the last stage, man. You know, there, if they had more that they wanted to the show to try to sell people, they would have done it here. The whole world watching here and now i don't know why they would wait three or four weeks and do something somewhere else it doesn't make any sense i think we're done i think this is it it is what it is uh hopefully they show us more about what's coming down the line hopefully in a blog post before the thing launches. what what about a state of play
0: like i know you i know we're talking stage events kind of but like a state of play where they just string together some trailers and a little bit of a little bit of voiceovers you don't think so
1: I'd love it i'm not I'm not confident at this point. How long have we been doing this Brian? a year how long have a year we been waiting on this yeah yeah uh, yeah i'm i think I think that ship has sailed uh, I'm going to not expect it so if it does happen i'll I'll be happy i don't I don't want to set false expectations for myself yet again and be disappointed yet again so oh, no man. i I think this is it i think I think what we got is what we're getting
0: yeah i mean like i, I guess I guess my optimism or my faith my very misguided faith in sony i think we can all agree on that at this point i think i it won't be completely shattered until the psvr2 shows up from like amazon or from sony and says uh and i'm like oh it's a launch day There's nothing on the playstation blog no state of play <laughs> the, oh this is it okay cool okay i that that will be the day that i finally cave. i finally cave and go all right i guess we're not getting a state of play <laughs>
1: Nobody's going to care anymore as soon as the box shows up. Like, everybody's going to harp on it and harp on it and harp on it. And then when the box shows up, people get into the, the, the Village and Switchback and Gran Turismo and, and Horizon. Yeah. Nobody's going to care anymore. At that point, X-Gen has begun, and all of this speculation and wondering is over with at that point. And we won't care until we uh, start running out of things to play. Uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully we won't run out of things to play. While is now
0: a game cat specifically White Tiger with the Canadian five dollar tip says I have played twenty-four hours of Gran Turismo seven, with seventy-five percent of the time being with the Logitech wheel with pedals. You guys are not ready for this game on PSVR two. It is an excellent racer. That's what I want to hear. That's what I want to hear. I hear it's really grindy. I I don't I don't even care. That that sounds awesome to me. I want to spend a ton of time in this.
1: Uh, you don't pay, don't pay the three hundred dollars for the Logitech setup. It goes on sale. You can get it for closer to two if you watch.
0: Nice, good to know. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be there's keeping a, a good eye out over the next uh, month and a half. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm in I'm in no rush to get a racing setup because there's gonna be so much other stuff to cover at launch. I can certainly do you know Gran Turismo in in small bits uh, leading up to a review. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna be keeping my eye on that. What what else What else is going on, man? Like I I feel like we've we've been very very laser focused about uh about your time with the PSVR two with Horizon and then of course the CES event uh any, any other stories from Vegas you want to share with us? I Want to kind of open it up a little bit,
1: man? It's just been a, a, a three days of uh, of going to town and shaking hands and meeting all people. It's it's really weird, man, because we have this large community. A lot of people I interact with online a lot. A lot of people um, that I haven't interacted with online a lot, but it, it feels like we all know each other through our content, through through our interactions online. It's like one big happy family. So pretty much it's been all, all hugs and beers since I got here. Um, and you know, we, the list I went down earlier, that, that's only a fraction of the people that I've met since I've been here. A lot of good friends, a lot of new friends. Uh, some game developers, a lot of industry people. Uh, It's just really been a big social event thus far. The tech stuff started today. I only really did a few things uh, today, a few different uh, VR demos. Tomorrow is the big day where I'm kind of booked from the morning until the night with uh, different kind of technology demos and headset demos. Um, But I am going to, again, I'm going to go back. I'm going to try to play sphere two at least one more time before I get out of here hopefully uh, we'll have a bit of better bit of a better experience in terms of the uh, the tracking but, uh, I'm, I'm definitely you know with all the stuff I've got on my, my plate and there's a lot uh, the thing I'm looking forward to the most going back into mpsvr 2 again <laughs> nice. So you've, you've seen some other, uh,
0: other press conferences or you've been to some other uh, events. You've got a, you said you've got a full day stack tomorrow. Uh, any, any other highlights that might not be, uh, you know? And PR the press
1: yet? conferences were, were so boring. <laughs> they were so boring. We got up at 8 a.m. and we went to see L, LG's press conference because LG does a lot of display technology. It was rumored for a long time that they were doing a headset. We thought just in case we'll go, the, nothing, man. They talked about sustainability and the environment, the whole thing. So then we go to Panasonic, expecting it to be better. And in in terms of what they spoke about, it was no better. Um, what was cool about the, the Panasonic, uh, was it was hosted by Cal Penn. I don't know if you know who that is. Sure. But it's a an, an actor. He was the host of that one. So it was kind of cool to see him. But again what they were talking about was all just bullshit and nobody cared it was boring um the next one i did was canon and canon was actually awesome the canon press conference was great it was vr from start to finish all they talked about was vr they have four different demos on the show floor of all these different technologies that they're working on for vr if not Shyamalan came out on stage and talked about his new movie what? and a couple of vr yeah dude it was crazy uh, the Canon press conference, in many ways, was better than the, the Sony press conference. That's what it, it sounds really like. I was just
0: thinking that. Like, the fact that M. Night Shyamalan came out on stage sounds like an M. Night Shyamalan twist on the event itself. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, there's two demos here, man. There's two VR demos at the Camon, Canon booth in a Canon headset that puts you inside of M. Night Shyamalan's new movie that's about to come out next month. It, it's really awesome.
0: That would excite me more if old wasn't, like, the worst movie I'd ever seen in my life.
1: <laughs> well, this is a, this is a horror movie that puts you in a cabin in the woods defending from uh, bad stuff outside.
0: Oh, I think I saw a trailer for a Cabin in the Woods movie. I forget the exact name. Something about Cabin in the Woods. That's right. Right? Um, and I was like, I had no idea it was M. Night. So, I don't know. He's, he's hit or miss. But when he hits, he hits hard.
1: I've got an experience that puts you in that cabin, uh, you know, defending barricading the door with virtual furniture it's like a, a little vr game and there's another experience that puts you in the director's chair and i don't know what all that entails but uh, it's cool it's cool that a you know a company that's pretty much known for cameras didn't talk about cameras they just talked about vr the whole time
0: that's cool man that's very cool i uh, did not expect that at all what do you what have you got lined up for tomorrow what events are you going to see i mean outside of PSDR oh, again.
1: man, I don't. I don't even know. Some of the big things that we're looking at before we leave, um, the new HTC Vive headset that got announced last week or the week before, the thousand dollar standalone that they're coming out with. Uh, we've got demos booked for that. We, we've actually got a couple of appointments. Uh, there, there's a bunch of games that they're demoing. Uh, they're, they're demoing the uh, the new mixed reality version of Yuki. I don't know if we're going to get in for that one or not. Uh, I know we have an appointment to play a standalone version of hubris. on a headset. I'm very excited about that. Okay. Uh, so that's probably, that's probably one of the big ones. Uh, we've got, uh, appointments to do Pimax. Most Pimax has a couple of new headsets out or getting ready to come out. We're going to try that stuff out. Tons of haptic gloves, these sorts of things. Um, uh, I think we're going to do the, the Owo, Owo. um, body suit which is I to call it a haptic suit but it's not it's actually a shirt that you put on that has electrodes on it and it shocks you like you go in the VR game and if something hits you you get a little jolt and that's how you kind of makes you feel the game or whatever um I don't know man we just have tons and tons and tons of these uh these uh, demos of all these different technology I tried on like a $80,000 pair of haptic gloves today right before I came to the hotel here uh, which was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool demo too.
0: What did, uh, I did, um, I mean, what do $80,000 haptic gloves feel like?
1: it felt very heavy because they put this big backpack on you. Uh, like it's driven by an air compressor, right? So they give you these gloves that have force feedback, right? So when you pick something up, it won't let you close your hand all the way. and you feel it. I, uh, that kind of pump air into, into the gloves, but it isn't like, is like a balloon? It's like there's tons of these little pin, like pinprick-sized balloons, like little tiny miniature balloons, all over the palm of your hand and your fingertips. So there's like there's like close to a hundred points of uh, of contact for you to feel the things that you're picking up. It was pretty cool. You could tell it is what it was, uh, but I feel like in a like if if they were to use something like that in conjunction with a triple A level experience, uh, it could trick you a little bit. Like it was, a, it was a pretty cool demo. I did a, another demo this morning of uh, like a, a VR smell thing. So you put the headset on, there's a, a thing on the bottom of the headset that generates smell to the experiences you're in. And that actually worked very well. I was really impressed with the, the, the smells. It didn't smell like perfume. It smelled real like, a was one that uh, was like a campfire and you could smell it as soon as you load into it. But like when you lean into the smoke, it gets really strong and there's no latency. Like as, hmm. as soon as you pull back, it's like, it really worked very well. And, uh, everything smelled way it would smell in the real world. So I was actually uh, very impressed with that.
0: Nice. Yeah. That's, uh, I always, I always said that smell is not something I need in VR. Um, but I guess like, you know, no, <laughs> It would be an interesting demo to try. I, I, I'd love to try a tech demo, but I just, I just feel like that's not, <clears throat> I, I, I don't know. I don't know how much more immersion I need. I definitely don't need $80,000 haptic gloves to,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah. to
0: play a VR game. That's for sure.
1: Uh, all this stuff right now is, uh, you know, if there's a product for it, uh, it's, it's not aimed at consumers. This is all stuff that's aimed at enterprise and, and, uh, you know, um, education these sorts of uh, applications um, but but the demos are all games which is funny
0: uh, i did see somebody in the uh in, in the chat asking about uh what's happening on virtual strangers this week when you are you doing anything from the hotel room are you doing i'm just I, we need to plug your channel real fast uh <laughs> i think you guys don't uh, subscribe to wes already over at virtual strangers there's a link in the description below uh and to make sure you uh join his channel uh where the content is never ending and it shows up at all hours of the night. Hey, look at this. We're almost on Virtual Stranger's time right now. Um
1: <laughs> right.
0: What uh, what uh, is, are there any plans to uh to get some your some of your own PSVR2 content up on the channel? Are you guys going to be doing a, a podcast or anything?
1: I don't I don't know if we're going to be going live from here. Um we might if I have time, but there are no plans of it uh, at the moment. I will have content up not just about PSVR2, but of a lot of other stuff. I don't have a Um, The the laptop that I brought with me is not capable of editing video. So all this footage that I have on my camera, I can't really do anything with it till I get home. Um, But we're definitely going to have content from CES coming up. Um, The big thing that's going on on Virtual Strangers, um, not this Sunday when I get home, but one week later, the following Sunday, we're doing the 2022 show, which are year-end awards. It's big uh, giveaways um it's kind of the the show we've been preparing for, for two months so as soon as i get out of vegas mode i'm going straight into uh getting ready for the 2022 show and we have a great show lined up so that's kind of what's coming next uh, over there am i on that show yeah i think you are if, if we can make it happen the scheduling yeah i definitely uh would like to have you on there to do the uh, psvr stuff i'll be for around sure.
0: this week man for sure for sure uh, face of a thousand faces. Give us two dollar tip. I don't know if you meant to uh, say something along with that, but uh, if you if you put a uh, message in quickly, we'll, we'll get it read. Um, man, I, I got to say, I think I speak for all of us here, man. All the cats out there. Um, thank you so much for, for for making this trip. You know, I know that it was something you want to do anyway, um, but uh, but we really appreciate having somebody at the show on the show for trying psvr too. it's it's great hearing other people from other outlets from other media sources but i you know we we trust i think we trust each other more than we trust anyone else and so uh so knowing that you know knowing what you're all about it was great having somebody who who you know has one foot in without parole and one foot in virtual strangers uh representing us at the show and also being able to uh give us the information firsthand it, it really uh, it, it, to me it means a whole lot So thank you from not just me, but of course all the cats. You see all the cats in the chat right now. Uh, Tons and tons of thank yous from everybody out there.
1: Thank all of you. This is a dream for me. You you know, you don't have to thank me. Thank all of you because it's because of all of you that I'm able to be here and do this. So uh, uh, it's a it's a dream. I'm having a blast. Uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you, Brian. Thank you, cats. Uh, You're all amazing. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I could do it. And, uh, hopefully it becomes a thing. Hopefully we'll be back next year.
0: Normally we'd keep this, uh, you know, running and have it like a three hour show and we would just talk fucking ad nauseum about everything. We're going to, we're not even going to do video game 20 questions right now. because uh, Wes is, uh, occupying this room all on his own. Uh, we're going to let the other occupants <laughs> rejoin the room. Uh, but please, Wes, thank you. Thank everybody that you're there for us, um, for, for allowing you to do this and, uh, just, just awesome, man. I, I send my love to the rest of the VR community that uh, that you see. Tell them I wish I could have been there with them.
1: Yeah, there were quite a few people asking where you were. And, uh, yeah, we wish you were here. Um, Thank God I wasn't. Blast, man. I Jesus. A... I, yeah, I know, I know right? Woke
0: up, I woke up New Year's Day, like, with the flu or something. I don't even know what it was. But, Jesus, it's a good thing I wasn't there. Otherwise, I would have fucking canceled. It would have sucked. Yeah.
1: Here's the thing. Like, if you if you weren't sick... Coming in, you're going to leave sick. There's like a hundred thousand <laughs> people here; like everybody's going to get sick.
0: Yep, the pax pox
1: <laughs> Exactly. Yep.
0: All right, man. Well, thank you again, uh, and everybody out there. We'll get we're going to get back on a much more normal schedule next week. Uh, we should. I, I think we're doing a normal show with with Miles tomorrow, uh, and then uh, and then we'll get back into the groove. And, and uh, once wes is back on the ground, things should get a little bit back to normal. Hopefully, we'll find time to uh, to film. Uh, for virtual strangers this upcoming week and uh man just total chaos so excited man so excited um so thank you everybody out there who watched thank you everybody who contributed in the chat uh send anybody who sent donations during the show uh, keeping this channel afloat really appreciate keeping the lights on um and of course everybody who sat back and watched the show and didn't say goddamn word we know you're out there and we love you just as much let's get out of here Wes. Nick Mulo in the chat says, good job on getting sick before you went west. Get that immunity going. Yeah, man, you got COVID at the perfect time, didn't you? (laughs) That
1: was the idea. That was the whole idea. (laughs) I I didn't mean to get it. (laughs) I didn't didn't mean to get it, but I put myself at at, at risk (laughs) at the perfect time, and it worked out. I might get sick while I'm here, but I'm pretty sure I won't have COVID when I get back. (laughs) That's amazing.
0: Amazing. All right, let's get out of here. We love you, cats.
1: Yeah.